Hello, and welcome to the Sister Struggles Podcast. My name is Joanna Jama at Sister Struggles Podcast and at Sister Struggles LLC on IG. And this is my podcast where I dig deeper into redefining self care as a way for you to listen to your intuition, your needs, create better self care habits and mindsets that serve you and not the roles you've been given. Then you can free yourself from burnout, people pleasing, and toxic relationships. And make sure to rate, review, and subscribe for new episodes. Hey, welcome to another episode of Sister Struggles. I believe this is episode eight, I think. Anyway, uh, we're just moving right along. I feel like I just did my first episode like last week. But anyway, how uh, how's everybody's week going? I really have been thinking a lot about because of me doing these episodes. Just wondering if you guys are enjoying them. Are you listening to them? Um, is there something that keeps you coming back or something that keeps you not coming back? I'm pretty much an open book so I would really really love to hear any kind of constructive criticism you guys may have or anything you'd like to see on the show any feedback because number one I am doing this for me because I am passionate about talking about all these kinds of issues and also I just love to be able to share what I uh, know and what I've learned about self-care etc but of course I'm also doing this for you because I'm wanting to share what I have because I feel like it'll benefit somebody in the same way that some of the information I've consumed has benefited me. Don't be afraid to email me at joanna at sisterstruggles.com or DM me at sisterstruggles LLC or even at sister, excuse me, at sister underscore struggles underscore podcast. Message me and you could even hear yourself on the podcast. So I kind of wanted to start talking about things that have gotten me a little bit hot or whatever this week. It's not completely related to the topic of today's episode. So, you know, if you guys don't want to hear me blabber away about random stuff, then go ahead and fast forward. But honestly, I think it's some good stuff. It's some good tea. So I'd stick around. I just wanted to talk about all of the mess between Kim and Kanye. I feel like every single day Kanye is in the news for some embarrassing, ridiculous behavior that, I mean, I I feel like I have secondhand embarrassment for him just watching him clown on the internet. But anyway, my piece on it is that I've been sharing st- stuff here or there, just also finding some things funny, just <laughs> just his behavior, the screenshots, you know, calling Pete Davidson ski. Like, I'm de- definitely laughing along with everybody else. But at the same time, I'm not going to lie, I feel like it's been super triggering for me because just watching him call Kim out call Pete out, not let her live her life. And regardless of whether you like him, Kardashian or Kardashians or not, is irrelevant. Like, I just see a woman struggling in the face of somebody that is really struggling with his mental illness and not doing anything about it. And it seems like the people around him are not holding him accountable. And he's obviously not holding himself accountable. And, you know, it can, it's funny, of course, to watch, but it's also really sad to watch what Kanye's going through and putting out all these poems and, but also gaslighting Kim, like pushing back, like having all of those. Um, now I'm just word vomiting because it's just so upsetting, but going from all these lovesick poems to Kim to then having a new girlfriend the next day to then having, you know, a video where he's depicting decapitating Pete Davidson's head in the music video. Like it's just all over the spectrum and it just screams manic to me and I'm you know no professional or whatever but it's super triggering for me because that's definitely been a past that I am all too familiar with just 
being in a relationship with someone that doesn't realize that they're hurting everyone around them and causing nothing but problems and they don't see themselves. And he just thinks, you know, with Kanye, he just thinks, woe is me. And I just want my family back, yada, yada, yada. And I, I feel that. I have empathy for the man. But you can't also, in the same breath, be putting Kim's private business out there, you know, causing her stress and anxiety, causing her family stress and anxiety. Wouldn't want to keep my kids from Kanye either, but he's acting hella erratic right now. And honestly, like I said, it's triggering for me. And I bet you she's walking on eggshells because she hasn't said nearly a damn thing about it like publicly and i wouldn't say anything either because what can you say the man just needs help or he needs to talk to someone he he said something about he doesn't negotiate with therapists i'm like dude i think you need to i think it's about that time to stop you know riding this pride train that you have been on for decades at this point and I'm just I'm just over Kanye. I love his music. I, he's one of my top favorite artists. He's a freaking genius, like no lie, but I think that he has been enabled for far too long. I think that because he has plenty of sob stories, his car accident, his mother dying and then he kind of flew off the handle after that. We all have things we're going through and it, and it doesn't mean I don't have empathy, but I also really feel like I don't have any kind of sympathy for him because He's doing nothing but throwing all his selfish desires out in public, not caring at all what his mess creates and also how it's going to affect all his kids. That's something I was thinking about earlier, too. I was I was just like, I cannot imagine Kim and Kanye being my parents and me growing up like well adjusted and with like Kris Jenner as your grandmother who pimped out her own kids. Like, I just I can't imagine that family dynamic. But again, I think that's why they're I mean, that's why they're Hollywood kids. That is a whole nother planet in compared to real life. But I just don't feel sympathy for Kanye. And I'm just gonna say it. I think it's time for to shut him down. We've all dealt with his bullshit for far too long. And we get it. You're a genius. But that doesn't mean that you get to act that way with everybody and not be held accountable. So sit down. Kanye, I'm done with your shit. I'm embarrassed for him and he needs to stop. So it's just been really triggering for me. And so um, my, uh, I guess, little tip at the end of this is if it's been triggering for you or if you feel like it's been bringing up bad memories of like toxic relationships in your past or just being, you know, pushed around and basically being cyber bullied or even just bullied in real life, then just know you can opt out of those things. You don't have to consume those things, especially I know it's on social media. Just a little reminder for you guys to know that you have a choice. So now on to actually what today's episode is about. I read, uh, there's this app that I follow pretty regularly. It's called The Pattern. And I literally been told, told everybody about it because it's really scary how well it knows me. But, you know, you put in your astrological signs and, you know, your your background information, your date of birth, etc. And it basically just churns out information on how to help you deal with your feelings, some of the things that are problems for you, um, how to, it's all about, basically it's all about personal growth. And so mine came up the other day and it was just reminding me about, you know, my sensitivity and also how I've been adaptable in my life. Uh, but it really got into how I had a lot of sensitivity as a child. And that was just kind of who I was. Um, Being a Pisces, that makes so much sense. Um, As I was growing up, instead of really leaning into my sensitivity and like being who I am, because you know, you're a child and you don't know what you're doing or how to behave or anything. But what I ended up doing, which is what I think a lot of us do around us and pretty much everybody because you're a child, is you absorb your environment whether it's a good or bad, you absorb everything, um, you know, because kids are like sponges. 
And so that included also me absorbing all kinds of values and qualities um, and beliefs that weren't necessarily my own. And I didn't really figure that out until probably about five five years ago or so uh, when I was in my mid-20s. And so what I didn't realize is that I adopted a lot of my mom's qualities, which were the, you know, the stereotypical strong black woman qualities, where she never asked for help, uh, bent over backwards for everybody else. Um, She was the matriarch. She gave everything, but never asked for anything in return. She never talked about her emotions or her feelings. And, you know, I never really saw her really check anybody when they did her wrong. And like, I don't blame her at all for that. But I I also know that because of that, it's a learned behavior on my part. But also... Also, I picked up a lot of great qualities about being resilient and making sure I knew what taxes were at a young age, like things that really, really practical skills that have helped me be super successful in my life. And I wouldn't change that for a single thing. But like I said, also absorbed some of not necessarily some of the same beliefs that that she had. I absorbed things that I didn't believe myself. Um, and also on a side note, my dad was the exact opposite and watching him grow up just like procrastinating his life away and never getting anything done. <laughs> and me as a child having to remind him all the time, like basically feeling like the adult. I was like, well, mom's doing all this stuff and she's successful. She makes really good money. She's a successful nurse. Like everyone loves her. I'm like, she seems like she's doing life right. And my dad's over here just kind of suffering and struggling and having to be essentially carried. <laughs> and I was like, I think uh, I think I'm gonna go the direction my mom went because that seems like she's living life the right way. She seems happy, etc. But little did I know what you know, what she was really covering up and just that strong black woman stereotype of grin and bear it. And you know, you wear a cape and that's all people see. They don't see how you're dealing with anything on the inside or the fact that you're not dealing with anything or that you have emotions. So this is the thing I love about personal growth is I really feel like Everything links together. Everything kind of ties and swims and flows in together. Because also what I've realized through all of my, you know, growth and still growing, of course, forever growing, but through just my self-care journey is that because of the way that I grew up and absorbing beliefs that weren't necessarily my own and kind of building up this strong black woman shield again that I didn't realize I was having or that I was building created a lot of confusion. Because I, again, something I didn't realize until now, that I had a lot of anxiety growing up because it was basically me making a choice between what I wanted to do versus what I felt like I should be doing or the practical way to go about it. And as a Pisces, if you're anybody that's into, you know, astrological signs or zodiac signs, we are very spiritual people. I'll speak for myself. I'm a very spiritual person. Creativity is my shit. I love to get lost in my imagination and see what I can make or create. And my upbringing was nowhere near that. If anything, it was more of my Aries moon sign, which was go, 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 get this done. You've got a list. What's your credit score at 16? I've got a full-time job, not full-time, but I got a, I was a pharmacy technician at 16. Like everything I was doing was like elevated because I thought that was what was important to me. And in that time it was, but again, it was go, 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 never slowing down, never taking care of my Pisces side where I need a lot of rest. I need a lot of sleep. I absorb a lot of energy. Um, I don't actually really like being around that many people. Um, but 
in high school, I was in absolutely everything. So I was around people all the time, meaning I absorbed everything around me and also didn't have a chance to stop and breathe and think about what I wanted and also feel my feelings. Because when you're going, going, going all the time, you're purposefully not slowing down. And that is actually what I've learned recently is a response to trauma that when you overwork yourself or you overachieve, it's so that you don't have to feel anything. So that's how you're choosing to compensate. Now that I'm older, (laughs) I'm over here like, I'm tired of being strong. I'm tired of being resilient. I would really love for people to never call me resilient again because I don't wear it as a badge of honor like I used to. And honestly, my life is about finding as much joy. I know it sounds cliche, but my day, including the adulting and the practical things I have to do, Also, I've been involving a lot of fun and joy in my life of reading more and just doing things that I've just put on the back burner. And that's something that I wouldn't have done 10 years ago. So being aware of this now is, I don't think is a coincidence. And I think that around your 30s is the time when you start to be like, you know what, something ain't working the way that I want to. This this shit ain't right. You know, something's got to give. And so like I said, was saying a little bit earlier, I was really confused as a child, and that created a lot of anxiety I didn't know I had. And with that anxiety um, and confusion of not really knowing what you want, aka your intuition, can also make it a lot easier to fall into toxic relationships or to be codependent and have those kinds of relationships. Because when you don't really know what you want, you know, you don't really have firm boundaries and you don't have firm deal breakers. So you kind of just float with the wind and take things as they come instead of having like a definitive, oh, if my friend does this, then that's not somebody that should be my friend. Or if this guy is acting this way towards me, then obviously that's not somebody I should be around. Like you're not really making those firm distinctions because you haven't, like I said, you haven't decided what you wanted and you haven't made a a line in the sand. So if you're finding yourself in this place where you're realizing your values are a lot different now than when you were growing up, You're really realizing that you're separating yourself from what you were taught and embracing what you actually believe, which I'm realizing and have found out that that's your true authentic self. When you're starting to follow in your own path and choose the people, places, and things that align with the kind of life that you want to live. Because now that you're an adult, you get to make your own choices and you get to live your own life and you get to really reclaim those lost parts of your childhood. Um, And so I... For example, I don't spend a lot of time people-pleasing as much as I used to because I'm so much more aware of what that means, that at the end of the day, I'm deciding whether I'm choosing between myself or someone else and whether that person is worth that time and energy or not. And it really helps me decide how I'm going to spend my energy and, again, who deserves that level of energy. And I'm not going to lie to you and say that it's easy or that... One day you just wake up and go, oh, well, I'm just going to do this and I don't care what nobody thinks. Because in reality, you're going to care what people think. You're going to care what, especially the people that you love think, but it's not supposed to keep you from living the life that you deserve because probably up until this point, you've been living how other people expected you to or certain roles that you are fulfilling that you don't necessarily enjoy or want to be a part of. And it's sucking the life out of you. So I think, you know, if you're hitting a fork in the road right now, you've done, you've people pleased for long enough. So how about you try going a different direction and see if you can please yourself? There are times where you'll most definitely get some pushback. Friends and family and society in general probably won't like your choices. Or, you know, people like to say, oh, you're acting brand new now. Or, oh, you're doing this. Got this small business and now you're acting different. Or you're acting out of character. And... 
people are going to say what they want to say regardless, and that's not an excuse for you to just be unbothered about it, because if you haven't listened to my episode about being unbothered, it's not the way to go. It actually robs you of feeling exactly what you need to feel and acting accordingly. So I'm not asking you to be unbothered, but feel those feelings, feel the hurt, the betrayal, the anger. You know, I was plenty of, plenty of times I was pissed off, um, but just make sure you don't dwell in it. Uh, that's, that's the key. So whatever you decide your values are, know that it's okay if they differ from when you were a child. That's the whole point of being an adult is because you get a chance to grow up and decide what works for you and not what works for other people. So you don't have to invest your time, energy, and effort into things that don't align with those newly found values. So that is the main idea for today. Thanks for listening, sticking around, tuning in. Um, And again, don't hesitate to message me. I'd love to hear from you guys. Thank you guys again for tuning in to an episode of Sister Struggles. So please rate, review, subscribe, and just let me know what you think. And I would love to hear what you guys would love to hear on future episodes. Look out for new episodes every Sunday.